You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Three in a row for the fish. Good morning, Marlins Nation, as we welcome you into another edition of the Marlins Rewind. Thanks for joining us. Steven Strom here. What did we learn yesterday? We learned that, hey, the Marlins can win without Luisa Rise or Jazz Chisholm. How about the productivity from John Birdie, Brian De La Cruz? It was a team effort. Garrett Cooper, Jacob Stallings, that lineup was really hitting yesterday and a tremendous outing from Trevor Rogers. That's what we learned yesterday. For the recap, as always, here is your voice of the Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. All right, baby. The Marlins pull back to 500. They beat the Diamondbacks 5-1 here at Lone Depot Park on this Friday night in Miami to kick off a six-game homestand, first of three, wrapped up tonight in uh, tidy fashion, two hours and 11 minutes, a 5-1 victory for the Marlins over the Diamondbacks. The Marlins are now 7-7. Seven seven. Trevor Rogers was fantastic here tonight. He went six innings, allowed five hits, a run that was earned, one walk and seven strikeouts. He faced 24 batters, Trevor Rogers tonight, 96 pitches, 65 strikes. Keep in mind, Rogers was really good at the tail end of last season. Three of his final four starts after he had missed some time last season and he really had to work on himself and get himself better. Rogers in three of his final four starts last season tossed at least six innings. Now, the first two starts against the Mets this season, Maybe a little left to be desired, but Trevor Rogers looked like his all-star 2021 self against, keep this in mind too, a very hot hitting and good Arizona Diamondbacks offense here tonight. The Diamondbacks came into this ballgame scorching hot. They had won two straight series. They come into tonight's ballgame first place in first place in the National League West. They were a game ahead of the Dodgers, and we'll see. That could that could hold as the uh, as this night as this Friday night rolls on, but uh, you know, it, I mean, the Diamondbacks are playing good baseball. Uh, and coming into this ball game in their last six games, they were hitting 319 as a team, and, and Trevor Rogers really shut them down tonight. He worked into the seventh inning, could not record an out in the seventh. Skip Schumacher came to get him, but when it's all said and done, Trevor Rogers earns a much-needed first win of the season, and he was really really good. He started this ball game tonight with an ERA of 6. It falls nearly two total points to 420. And uh he works 6 innings for the Marlins and I thought before we even talk about the offense that there was a little bit of urgency from Skip Schumacher tonight realizing that this is a good Diamondbacks ball club and we just scored 5 times with two outs in the bottom of the 4th inning against Madison Bumgarner. You've made the Diamondbacks wobble. You've got them on the ropes. You want to knock them to the canvas. Schumacher brings in Brazoban to get through the seventh, and then he goes to his big boys in the eighth and the ninth. Dylan Floro and A.J. Puck both worked on Wednesday. Puck worked two innings, but the Marlins had the off day yesterday, and Skip said, I'm going to my guys tonight. I'm going to get my dudes. They're coming in. They're going to work two innings, and we're going to get ourselves back to 500. The Marlins played 500 baseball on their most recent road trip. I thought they played really well. They lost two of three in New York, salvaged the game last Sunday. They get their butts kicked in the Monday game with Sandy on the mound, and then they bounce back to beat Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler. And you do that, you come off the road three and three, and you do try to play 500 baseball on the road, and you got to be better than that at home. But Dylan Floro and A.J. Puck, 
uh, cruise right through the eighth and the ninth innings tonight, and the Marlins pick up a 5-1 win over the Arizona Diamondbacks. So again, for Trevor Rogers, six innings, one run, five hits, one walk, and seven strikeouts. Brazoban, one scoreless inning. He did allow the one inherited runner to score. Dylan Floro, a perfect eighth, and A.J. Puck had to work around a measly two-out single in the top of the ninth. Trevor Rogers here this evening was making his third career start against the Arizona Diamondbacks, and it went really, really well. As for Madison Bumgarner, the 33-year-old left-hander's struggles continue. He came into this ballgame 4-4 four and four with a career 378 ERA and 14 career starts with the Marlins, or against the Marlins, rather. And in his 15th start against the Miami Marlins here tonight, uh, they knocked him out of this ballgame. He was really, really good for three innings. Diamondbacks probably could have gotten a double play to get out of the fourth. Uh, Longoria did nothing wrong. He did commit an error in the first inning. Uh, but they didn't complete the double play in the fourth inning, and it led to five two-out runs. Bumgarner falls to 0-2. He's got a near eight ERA for the Diamondbacks this season. He allowed five earned runs on nine hits, one walk, and one strikeout. Uh, now, the good news for Torrey Lovello going into the ballgame tomorrow is that Peter Solomon worked three innings and worked the final three final three frames Excuse me for the Diamondbacks out of the bullpen tonight. Uh, he was really, really good, but the five runs the Marlins got with two outs in the bottom of the fourth inning uh, was all that they needed in this ballgame here tonight. Now, let's talk a little bit about the Marlins' offense. Here's what's really encouraging. They were 4-for-10 with runners in scoring position. They scored five runs with two outs in the bottom of the fourth inning. They did leave seven men on base. But when you hit 400 with runners in scoring position, you put yourself in a terrific place to win ball games. More importantly, one and two in the Marlins lineup tonight, Birdie and Cooper combined to go five for eight with a double and three RBIs. Top of the lineup was extremely productive, and Brian De La Cruz just continues to hit. His 3-for-4 performance tonight for the Marlins has upped his average this season to 308. De La Cruz has been scorching hot for the Marlins. On the last road trip, De La Cruz was 5-for-18 with a homer and six RBIs. He had the big four-RBI outburst last Sunday in New York when the Marlins salvaged that game against the Mets. Uh, but Brian De La Cruz, Garrett Cooper, and John Birdie combined to collect eight of the Marlins' 11 hits tonight. And uh, everybody, it felt like, chipped in there in the five-run, two-out, bottom of the fourth inning. The Marlins sent nine to the plate in that inning, and they score five times, and they uh, beat the tar out of the Diamondbacks here tonight. Uh, those five runs stood up the rest of the way because Trevor Rogers was great. Diamondbacks got one run of the seventh inning. But uh, a really, really nice night here at the ballpark. So uh, what do you say? Let's take a listen to the highlights from this ball game this evening. And we'll cruise right ahead to the bottom of the fourth inning. And getting the Marlins on the board tonight with two outs in the bottom of the fourth inning was Jacob Stallings. Here's a line drive up the middle and a base hit. The Marlins are going to take the lead. Rounding third and scoring is Avi Garcia. It's 1-0 Miami here in the bottom of the fourth. Big two-out base knock from Jacob Stallings. And the big two-out base knocks would continue. The next man to bat looking for his first hit as a Miami Marlin was Garrett Hampson. 3-0. Here's a swing and a high fly ball hit well left field. Gurriel's going back. He's looking up. It's off the base of the wall. Scoring from third is Segura. Going from first to third is Jacob Stallings. Garrett Hampson has his first hit of the Miami Marlins. 
It's an RBI double, and it's 2-0 Miami here in the fourth. Well, the good news is that the fun wouldn't stop there. The next man to bat, Marlins turned it back over to the top of the order. It was John Birdie. 1-0 pitch to John Birdie is a fair ball. Hit over the bag at third, rolling down the left field line. Two more runs are going to score. Birdie is burning towards second. He hits the bag at second. He'll be content with a double that plates a pair. It's 4-0 Miami. And just for good measure, Garrett Cooper put the finishing touches on a five-run fourth. Ball game. There's a swing and a line drive. Blistered into center field, and this is another base hit for the Marlins. They are hammering Madison Bumgardner here at the bottom of the fourth inning, and they have a 5-0 lead. And that's all the Marlins would need tonight. Mentioned Rodgers, six innings. He was replaced by Brazoban. Uh, Rogers allowed a couple of singles to kick off the top of the seventh. Brazoban came in. He got Pavin Smith, the pinch hitter, to ground out. Uh, Moreno had himself an RBI fielder's choice, and that was the lone run that would score for the Diamondbacks here at the top of the seventh inning tonight. But Brazoban, uh, pretty darn good, wiggled out of a bind. Dylan Floro was sensational in the eighth. He has yet to allow an earned run this season. Uh, Dylan Floro now... When you take a look at uh, his totals, six appearances, six and two-thirds innings, one hit, two walks, seven strikeouts. Dylan Floro is off to an outstanding start in the back end of Skip Schumacher's bullpen here in 2023. And to the ninth inning we would go. It was a 5-1 to one Marlins lead. Christian Walker bounced out to second. Evan Longoria flew out deep to left center field. Corbin Carroll collected a two-out single, and the last hope for the Diamondbacks tonight was the right fielder, Paven Smith. Puck comes set, belt high. Here's the 1-2 pitch. We get a ground ball. Head out to short. It should do it. Birdie has it. Throws the first, and the ball game is over. The Marlins beat the Arizona Diamondbacks. Quick and easy. It was tidy. They beat them 5-1, and the Marlins are back to 500 here in 2023. A really good night of baseball for the Marlins. It was easy and efficient here at Lone Depot Park tonight. Marlins win the ball game 5-1. Good night of baseball here at Lone Depot Park. And uh, the good news for the Marlins pitching staff and for everybody involved here is they had eight strikeouts tonight. And that means that $200 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink pink initiative all right kyle thank you very much let's now head down to a very happy skip schumacher following the 5-1 win over the diamondbacks i'm ready i'd <laughs> <laughs> like to let you look at your notes uh skip just how nice was it to see Trevor rogers go out there be confident and attacking out there today yeah, good lineup, um, right, left, good left-handed uh, guys that were in the lineup for him, and obviously some righties that can really handle left-handed pitching, so it was going to be a tough matchup for him, and um, just shows you what he can do when he competes in the zone. We talked about that before the game. We've talked about the all-off-season and spring training that – um, you know, he was the most ex the guy I was most excited to watch because I thought he was going to have this, you know, kind of comeback type of season. And, um, you know, that that's the start that, um, you know, we think he's going to continue to have. What, hope, what do you hope this type of start can do for him? Just keep building on it, prove that, you know, that last year was a fluke and um, he's more like the year before version. Um, and I think that he's um, he's still young. I mean, it's okay to have a hiccup when you're a young pitcher, young player. 
Um, and, you know, he learned a lot from it. And probably, um, you know, when you face adversity, you kind of figure out who you are as a player and as a man. And, and um, I think he's figuring out that, you know, he's, um, he's going to be okay. Five runs in the fourth, a lot of them came on two outs. Just what approach did you see from your hitters? Yeah, uh, you know, obviously Mad Bum's a guy that's been around a long time and um, he knows how to get hitters out. He's given us trouble with the, you know, the changeup and kind of backdoor cutter and, um, you know, keeping us off balance early on. And um, credit to our hitters, they just, you know, stuck with their approach and, um, you know, used the whole field. And, you know, we kind of, you know, single, single, and then, you know, a couple doubles. You know, I, you know that's kind of what we're, we're looking for is kind of, um, you know, not look for the home run ball all the time and the extra base hit all the time just continue with your approach and then if you click one you click one and um uh, you know john birdie just at the top of that order um setting the tone right away from you know lead off you know the start of the game and stealing bags playing great defense um you know garrett hampson with the you know not it doesn't play much and then he gets a start a spot start today and you know huge double so um you know i've talked about the a strong bench before um Good teams have a strong bench, and you know today we had a, a strong bench in that lineup. But I just feel like, you know, John Birdie, we put a lot on him early on with Wendell going down, and he's played every day at short since, and um, and he's just been huge for us. Uh, Stallings getting the RBI single to start the run scoring. What we see what he does in defense, we see the bats starting to come around. Just his all around game when he's doing what he's doing, just how good and how vital is he? Yeah, no, I um, you know starting with Cabrera the other day was. You know, huge, you know, having him navigate the game for him. Um, a lot of feedback in the dugout in between innings. Um, you know, a lot of positive talk and, you know, kind of some belief, you know, in there that, you know, you can do it, keep going. And I felt like that was the same way with Trevor today. Um, but obviously that, you know, it was a two out, you know, big RBI that kind of, you know, broke through a little bit, that run in scoring position that we've, you know, struggled a little bit early on. Um, but yeah, big hit. I thought he took good at bats the other day in, in Philly as well. You know, big double against Alvarado, I think. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think his, his bats have been becoming more consistent and, you know, the, you know, we know the defense, um, but we know you get a bat in there, then that just lengthens the lineup even more. Uh, Brazaban, we've talked about a few times him coming in with runners on the dirty innings. Just when did you get the? What did you see from him that got you to trust him to be in those spots? He's been in those three or four times now, and has more or less done what he's needed to do in those. Yeah, spots. we needed somebody to fill in JT's spot. I mean, that's a big deal—a righty that can come in dirty and get big outs. And you know, I'm watching his stuff, and you know, you kind of trust your eyes and trust your the pitching staff that um, you know that he can do it. He's not just a long man, but he can come in and get tough righties out and the ability to get lefties out because you know they're going to switch them out and get a you know left-handed left-handed matchup in there um the ability to start doing that in spring training uh you know kind of opened our eyes a little bit so we didn't think he was just a multiple inning guy um we thought he could get guys out um dirty however because jt kind of stepped up he ended up being that multi-inning guy now that jt went down um Braz is going to pitch some big leverage innings for us and he showed and he can do it how impressed have you been from the bullpen as a whole? Really impressed. I mean, you know, we, uh, you know, obviously through, you know, flow and, and puck and he, they've thrown a few days now, you know, three out of four type of thing. And so I don't want to kill him. Um, but, you know, when there's games to be won, you win them. Uh, that's what I believe in. And um, I felt like, you know, with the three batter minimum today, um, you know, you one guy gets on, that's a safe situation, but you can't go and get your, you can't get your closer up. So um, with that tight part of the order, um, just felt like Puck was the matchup we wanted right there to, to end the game. And 
um, tomorrow other guys are going to have to step up, you know, and because uh, you just don't want to keep running the same guys out there. And it doesn't mean that I don't have belief in Scott and Barnes and everybody else, but, um, you know, when Flo and Puck are, when the game is close or, you know, within three or four runs, I just feel like, you know, we want to we wanna end the game. You pinch hit Jesus Sanchez for Soler early in the game, everything all right with Soler? Yeah, some lower back tightness. Um, so, you know, when any stuff ha- anything happens like that, I just I, I stop. I'm not going to try to push through um, stuff like that. I don't want this thing to be a two-week, you know, IL stint. So um didn't make much sense. He said he could go, but it didn't make much sense for me to push through. Okay, that was Skip Schumacher. Let's now hear from Trevor Rogers, who went six strong and got his first win of the season. Trevor, after walking up there in the sixth, a little fist bump. How much did this having mean to you? It, it meant a lot. You know, I'm, I knew where my stuff was at the beginning, my first start of the year, and stuff just wasn't going my way. Um, and really, just continuing to put my work in and trusting my process, and really, uh, really glad with where my stuff was today, and really happy with the, the production lineup that what, I did today. What felt right tonight? I think everything really. Um, I think I just really just. Trusted my process. Um, took everything that was out of my hands. Didn't worry about that. Um, really just controlled what I could control. And really just kept repeating that, uh, just trusting my process every time I would go out there on the mound. Really just keeping it simple. When's the last time you felt this good on the mound? Oh, man, it was probably date back to last year. Obviously, I felt good two starts before that. But just getting my execution where I needed to be, probably dating back to my start against Texas last year. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy with where everything's at right now. You mentioned the five runs there for you in the fourth. What can that run support do for a pitcher? Oh, it, it means everything. You know, I, the work that these guys put in on a day-to-day basis and it's finally paying off, it's huge. You know, it takes a little bit of pressure off of me and I got a little bit of room for error, but I still want to go out there and compete and put up zeros. And, but yeah, it, it's, it's huge for us. How can you build off this outing? Just staying within my process. I know I've said about a million times, but I'll just continue to say it. Just stay within my process. Uh, don't fix what ain't broke. Um, and really just go about my work and do what I know how. The sinker that you added to the repertoire this year got, I think, three strikeouts with it today. Just how are you feeling with the development of that pitch? It's it's huge, you know, especially when I get behind 2-0, 3-1, and, and fastball counts, I, I throw that sinker and really got some check swing, just some very un- uncomfortable uh, guys in the box when I throw that. So it's been been a huge weapon for me. I, instead of three, I have four now. So it's been it's been great for me. Can you hear like Skip mentioned before the game and post game about you trusting yourself in the zone? You know, being aggressive in the zone. What does that mean to you, and how much are you taking that to heart? I, it's it's everything really. Um, I know I have good stuff, and if I'm not in the zone, it's not going to play. I think that's you can say that for every pitcher. Um, I think just the trust factor. That's it's probably the biggest thing for me. Um, really trusting my stuff and knowing how good it plays in the zone and being confident to put it in the zone consistently. Um, I think that was huge for me tonight and going forward. How, how good is it for you like finish the game after the season that you got before and seeing all the fans like with the ovation and the claps? How, how, how do you feel after that? You know, that's, that's what we play for. We play to win, and we play for the fans. You know, they show out, and it gives us every reason to come to the ballpark and really enjoy this game. You know, they, they provide everything for us. 
as far as going out there and playing this game every day and being happy about it and getting that ovation was it was, it was really special. It's something I won't forget for sure. All right, that was Trevor Rogers. Let's now hear from the man that caught him tonight and picked up a couple of base hits, the big one in the fourth that started this party, Jacob Stallings. Jacob, what's the biggest thing that you've seen, the biggest difference that you saw from Trevor here in the Saturday? Um... Well, his fastball location was really, really good. I mean, this is a team of varieties that you just really have to get up and in on, and um, he did a really good job of that. And, you know, we were able to miss some barrels with the two-seam, too. So um, he was just really good. It's, you know, honestly, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a tough matchup for Trev because their right-handed hitters are, are really good change-up hitters. So, um, but... Trev's credit, he was able to make him feel uncomfortable with fastballs up and in um, so that we could mix in some change-ups and get some outs with change-ups when uh, normally there are a lot of other guys with really good change-up hitters. How do you think an outing like this can help him moving forward and just kind of build and going through the right direction? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we were talking before the game. Um, I think he's pitched really well this year. I mean, that first outing, you know, or we kind of defense-wise, we cost him two runs, and then um, you know, in New York, he you know he's almost through his outing, and then gives up a two-run or a swinging bunt hit, and then a two-run homer to Pete. So um, I think he's throwing the ball really well. Um, but to get deep into the game like that, uh, go out in the seventh, and um, I think it's huge for him. I mean, I, I think his confidence has been good. He's probably been frustrated with the results a little bit, but. He's throwing the ball really well this year so far. Especially when you compare, you know what he went through last year. To see him having success and doing that through the first three starts, just what do you think that can do for him? And what do you hope it can do for him? Yeah, I mean, kind of like Cabrera yesterday, I mean, or on Wednesday, um, kind of not typical Cabrera outings and went, up and went out and had a really good outing. And, um, you know, Trev, not happy with the results, but he's thrown well. I mean, I thought we start, started to see it, too, towards the end of the year last year. I mean, he was throwing really well, and, um, and then he, you know, he got hurt again there at the end. But um, I think it's huge for him. I mean, if we, you know, if we get the Trevor that, you know, he's capable of being, it's, it's a huge, huge addition for, not addition, but huge <laughs> weapon for our team. Um, you know, he's just, he's really good, and he showed it tonight. Uh, your hit to open scoring and then start that two-run rally, just how big was that? And then how are you feeling? Your back seems like the last few games you've been starting to get where you need to be. Yeah, I feel the uh, last two two games specifically, but last three games, i um, been feeling a lot better and um, more confident and, um, you know, um, you know, obviously it was a big hit um, at the time. You know, the guys behind me did a great job. They turned it into even a bigger hit because um, we were able to, you know, put together what two more two more hits. I think uh, it was three, yeah, three four, more hits. Four hits, five runs. Yeah, five runs. I mean, it was a huge two-out rally for us. Difference in the game. Hampton and Birdie and, and Coop, you know, all, all behind us did, did a really nice job for sure. It's a three-game win streak so far for you guys. What have you seen from your team over this course of the stretch? Yeah, I think it's just, um, I think it's just a belief. I, I think the the belief in the room is different, um, you know, at least than, than last year. Even that when we were playing 500 ball and kind of hanging around there, I think, um, you know, there's just a confidence amongst this group and um, a belief. And you know, I think I think the additions have been have been really big in that. I mean. I know Louie wasn't in there tonight, but he's just so important to our team and, and 
you know, not aside from hitting whatever he's hitting, like 600. Um, just the confidence, you know, he's, he's a great teammate, and um, he just kind of brings everybody up and always has energy. Gene and Yuli, obviously, proven winners. So um, it's been, you know, it's been fun. Um, we've had a really tough schedule here, I mean, to open the season, and we're, and we're, we're holding our own for sure. So it's been, it's been fun, and excited to keep going. What do you think that confidence has come from? Is it just a matter of chemistry and gelling, or what do you think? Yeah, I think I think a little bit of that. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't want to give one guy too much credit, but Luis is just, I mean, he's just such a spark plug for our team, and it's just, it's just infectious, and um, at least for me personally, like, I just, you know, last year, I don't know how many one-run losses we had, but you know, this year it's just like we were down one the other day against probably the best, one of the best relief pitchers in the game, and nobody was panicking. We all believed we were going to come back and win, and Soler obviously hits a huge home run. So just stuff like that, you know. I don't think we ever think we're out of it, and um, I give the new guys a lot of credit, and I give the guys who have been here a lot of credit. I mean, playing good ball and against good teams, so it's, it's been fun. Thanks, Jacob. All right, that was Jacob Stallings. We are right back at it this afternoon. A 4:10 start, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 3:40. Make sure to join us. We've got a special guest coming in on Jackie Robinson Day. Very much excited for that edition. Thanks everyone for listening. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by Auto Nation. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.